If Reality Check Radio enriches your day in life, support us to keep bringing you the content, voices, perspectives, and the dose of reality you won't get anywhere else. Visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate. You're on Reality Check Radio, Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. For my entire life, for over 50 years, we have been assailed by headlines and stories of doom and gloom, that it was getting colder. No, it's getting hotter. No, it's changing the climate. And that what's causing that climate change is everyday people, you and me, just going about our business, trying to look after our kids, put food on their table, get them to school, educate them. We're causing the environment to cook or to freeze. Used to be freezing, then it became hot, then they couldn't decide, so it was just climate change, and now it's just bad weather. We're the cause of it. The cause of it is CO2 and methane, which are a consequence of farming and industrial production. Everything that makes the modern world possible and to support, what is it, seven or eight billion people that live on the planet today. That's the cause. That trace element of CO2. We pump a little bit in, and it goes from 350 parts per million to 400 parts per million. Oh, my goodness. We've got to stop it. Over and over and over again. The money that has poured into this is into the trillions, I'm sure, for research. You couldn't get research in science when I was doing science in the 1980s unless it was to do with climate change. There was no money to proving it was rubbish. There's all money for proving it was true. No surprise. The scientists leapt on board. And, of course, the prescriptions. Because how do you stop climate change if you don't smack down on the release of CO2 and methane? They're actually out there getting rid of cows and dairying. Most beautiful food in the world, milk. The only food, I think, I'd love to think of something else, the only food that was made for mammals, everything else we've sort of taken. But milk is produced for mammals. Cheese, meat, all bad. Cars, bad. Industrial production, bad. Fossil fuels, bad. Again, everything that makes the world great. And what's the... What's the Consequence of this, well, we have to concentrate enormous power into our central government because it has to set a cap on how much CO2 we can each admit and then to charge us for it, to discourage it. So we have an emissions trading scheme. But, oh, no, that's not enough. We've got to make it difficult to drive your car, to park your car, to get about, to do your jobs. Oh, hop on a cycle and you can bike to work and bike the kids and do your and do your 
shopping with your kids on your cycle. Of course, if you're Al Gore, a politician, no problem. You can fly by private jet. Harry and Megan, private jet. While all the time you pontificate about something you know nothing about. The extraordinary thing about all of this is none of it is true. I came to that shock realization over quite a while because I couldn't imagine that scientists would mislead us. It was in the late 80s, early 90s. I came to realize it was just not true. And I've kept up with it because it was sort of an interest. And none of it is true. The only place it exists is in the models where it's assumed to be true. And of course, every prediction that's been made over this 50 years has been disproved, which is remarkable. Even the direction of travel has been disproved because it started off as global cooling. Oh, no, it's getting hot up. Oh, it's bad too. Oh, the Arctic was to disappear. Snow was to disappear from Europe. You name it. We were to be flooded, this, that, and the other thing. And yet, in all the measurements that we make of the Earth, no big changes in parent. Of course. The earth is getting warmer, like it has forever, and then it'll get cooler, like it has forever. But it oscillates around a mean. And here's a scary thing. The planet is starved of CO2. If you're a plant, you're gasping. There's no downside to increasing the CO2 in the world. And it wouldn't warm the planet. Indeed, there's no downside to warming the planet a little bit. But the headlines, the fear, it's been overwhelming. And so we come to Wellington Council. Ah, oh, in trouble because it's got no money, wants to put rates up, wants to go cap in hand to government for more money. They have a web page. It's in Maori, of course. Anapa o te horanga o harangi. Sorry about that. It's called Climate Change Anxiety. Are you suffering from it? We're experiencing, this is their webpage, we're experiencing more severe weather events such as floods, droughts, and wildfires. All of a sudden, the things we heard talked about for decades are here, and they're real. No, they're not. There's no different now than what it's always been. In fact, it's a bit less. But no, it's here now, and they're real. Isn't that sort of the start of a movie plot? This can be stressful, and as a result, people are experiencing climate change anxiety, also known as eco-anxiety. It's easy to feel overwhelmed when we feel powerless. This is your jolly council talking to you, your Wellington council. This is how they talk to us, like we're children, with our money. It's easy to feel overwhelmed when we feel powerless. We need to recognize the boundaries of the control and influence we have on issues and focus our energy within those limits. Luckily, there are a number of practical steps you can take to manage climate anxiety. This jolly webpage about climate anxiety is making me anxious. 
trying to scare me about the climate and then talking about me being anxious is making me anxious. But actually, when I think about it, I'm more anxious about my rates. We struggle to pay our rates and they're doing this to us. That's where the real anxiety comes from, Wellington Council. And the twerp that wrote this and put it up on the webpage. Oh, so here's what you do about recognizing, uh, here's how you deal with your climate anxiety. Number one, recognize what it is. So, climate change is a challenging topic. We're dealing with something the human race has never faced before. It is important to recognize these feelings are normal and valid. There are no rule books on how we can deal with this. So be kind to yourself and know you're not alone. No, you're just going to die in 10 years because the world's boiling and it's your fault, but be kind. Two, talk about it. Talk to family, friends, yada, 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 and share your feelings. Understand other people's views, even if they might have different views. Yeah, like me, climate change denier. Three, make it personal. Take action and advocate for change is a great place to start. Oh, so I'm anxious, so now I'm going to advocate for everyone to do something. Think about the things that are important to you, the products you buy, how you travel, the political action you take. Oh, yes, you've got to remember to vote the right way. Vote for the right councillors. Vote for the right political parties. Otherwise, you'll be anxious. Take part in community-based action. Connect with like-minded people is a great way to share your views. On and on and on. And then this bit of bump. Be present. Some climate change information is challenging and focusing on them too much can become overwhelming. Try to switch off, meditate, and get some personal perspective from time to time. Remember, there are many positive stories to focus on. Gun hug a tree. What on earth is going on? The person that wrote that and posted that up would have not one clue of the science of climate change or of the many holes in it. They just take it as true. They've gone out of their way to scare you with their opening and then to sort of care for you by showing you how to manage your anxiety. So it's like this caring kindness but it's all rubbish. It's all untrue. It's all nonsense. It's all designed to get you to vote a particular way and to surrender your life to the state because only the state has your interests at heart and only the state can deal with this problem called climate change. It's only the state that can stop you and everyone else from emitting too much carbon dioxide. It's only the state that can save the life and the planet. Well, my observation of the state is that it's good for nothing much except waging war. And I don't like wars, so the less state there is, the better we are off. You're on Rally Check Radio, Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Send me a text 2057, email me inbox at Radio. Thanks for tuning in to RCR Reality Check Radio. Do you like what you're listening to or dislike what you're listening to? Either way, we want to hear from you. 
Get in touch with us now. You can text us with your message to 2057. That's 2057. Or email us at inbox at realitycheck.radio. We'd love to hear from you. So connect with us today.